0: Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. So we're going to talk today about getting a routine when it comes to working out. We all know how important it is to exercise. I'm not going to get into a grand discussion about the benefits of exercise and why you should exercise. But I am going to talk to you today about trying to really follow through with an exercise program. So first kind of let's look at some of the pitfalls that people have when they try to exercise and they're unable to. Usually the biggest setback is time. A person says, I don't have the time to work out. A second one is that they don't feel comfortable working out. They feel like they need to get in shape to go to the gym. They feel awkward if they go to an exercise class. So they don't feel comfortable working out. The third thing might be monetary. A person feels like they can't afford a gym membership or they can't afford exercise equipment at home. And so price can be a factor. And so all of these things can be very valid reasons why you may not work out. Another reason might be, I just don't know what to do. I, I I don't know anything to do but walk. I go to the gym, I don't know what machine to get on. I don't know how long to do it. So let's kind of look at all of these different reasons and give you some strategies to be able to be more successful with an exercise program. So the first thing I talked about was time. One of the biggest issues people say is, I don't have time. To work out. So we all know that there's so many hours in the day. And not all of us are great at scheduling and putting everything in. And there's certain hours, the old Franklin Covey method, where you list everything that you need to do and you plug it in and you rank what's most important and what have you. But let's just talk about if you're starting from scratch, for instance, then a lot of times people set themselves up for failure because they're too ambitious. They want to start working out. They want to work out five days a week, and they want to work out for an hour, five days a week. If you've gone from not doing anything and then trying to schedule in five hours of exercise, that's pretty ambitious. Probably going to lead to failure, let's be honest. So it might be better to just focus on two or three days a week and just focus on 20 to 30 minutes. And that might not seem like Very much, like if I can only work out for 20 minutes, I might as well not even do it. might be what you say. Please do not have that mentality. Working out for even 10 minutes could be beneficial to you, especially if you're really efficient with the 10 minutes. But you'll definitely notice benefits at 20 minutes for sure. So then it becomes... When is the best time of day for you to work out? What time of day will you be most successful? Is that in the morning before you go to work? If you have a lot going on, you've got kids that you've got to get here and there, then a morning workout may not be the best for you unless you're an early riser and you get up before everybody else does. It might be better for you to work out in the evening when you could get home and everybody's kind of doing their own thing. So think about your schedule and looking for little pockets in your schedule that that may be something that you can do. You might be someone who gets an hour lunch schedule and you can actually eat before or after at your desk or something, or right now you might be working from home, but you might have a window in there where you could actually go and walk or make it to the gym, get on the treadmill for 20 minutes and what have you. So finding time, actually scheduling in exercise, just like you would schedule a dentist appointment, a dinner with a friend, scheduling in exercise and start off slow start off just a couple of days two three days a week no more than that and for small pockets of time no more than 30 minutes just so you get in a rhythm of doing it secondly is kind of where where are you going to work out because if you're going to work out in a gym setting then you've got to be able to budget the time to drive there to drive home so think about all of that when you're picking out where to work out it's really important that you pick out something that's convenient for you. Convenient meaning it needs to be close to either where you work or where you live. You can't expect to go across town where it's not convenient for you to work out and do that really consistently. For instance, for me, I've only had a couple of gym memberships really in my life. One was when I was in college. I had a membership to an all women's gym and it was literally like 15, 20 minutes from campus. And so you drive 20 minutes there and 20 minutes back. Well, that's 40 minutes right there. And then when I moved a little bit further out, it was even further away. So I definitely didn't go then. Versus when I had a Curbs membership, it was literally on the way home. Like I had to pass by Curves to go home. And so it was very easy to stop. Plus, they only had like a 30-minute circuit. So it wasn't like I was a huge investment of time either. So making sure that something is convenient. And that may mean working out at home, which is what I'm doing right now. I got a Beach Body On Demand membership in the middle of April, which was really smart. And I've been doing workouts almost every day, two a days, a lot of days to make up for days that I can't get workouts in. So I've been averaging somewhere between six to eight workouts a week. And the funny thing is, is that most of my life I've worked out at home. Growing up, I did Denise Austin works out, workouts in Taibo. I was in college, say for that one year that I had the gym membership, I worked out at home, at my dorm room or in my apartment. Same thing when I was in the best shape of my life in 2012, 2013, when I was doing a bunch of beach body workouts at home. It certainly wasn't when I was working out at a gym or investing hundreds of dollars in a personal trainer either. So that is a convenient for me at this stage of my life and other stages of my life as well too, working out at home. For you, it might be might have a fabulous neighborhood to walk around at, whatever, but convenient scheduling time, making sure that wherever you're working out is convenient enough that you can make it fit into your schedule. Okay. So the second thing, being comfortable. I don't feel comfortable going to the gym. I feel like I've got to lose weight before I go to the gym or get in shape before I go to the gym. I get it. Like I have that very same mentality also. One of the reasons that I had a gym membership to an all-women's gym was because I felt more comfortable there. Curves was an all-women's gym. I felt more comfortable there. It was some time before I felt comfortable enough to get like a regular gym membership. And even when I had it, it was largely just to go to classes. Like I've never been much of a of a machine person. It's just really not, not my thing. It gets kind of old really fast. So how do you get over this kind of discomfort of working out? One may be that you simply do work out at home, find some kind of you know DVD streaming platform, walking at home, a machine at home, but it might be literally working out at home where you do feel more comfortable. It might be going to a class where people look more like you, whatever that is. If it's, you're younger and you go to a class with younger people because you feel more comfortable. If you go to a class with older people because you feel more comfortable. Like I used to teach water aerobics for years and there was sweetest people in those classes. They would often be overweight ladies, a lot of them with some hip replacements or knee replacements or issues, different parts of the body that made it very difficult for them to work out on land, as we call it, land aerobics versus water aerobics. And so, A lot of people would feel very self-conscious about having to get into a swimsuit, thinking that they're going to go into a pool with a bunch of people that look like a supermodel. But frankly, they all looked like they did. And so it made them feel a lot more comfortable. In fact, when someone comes to the pool that does kind of look like a supermodel, they feel uncomfortable with all of the real bodies that are in a typical water aerobics class. So it might be going to a class like that that you might feel more comfortable. Uh, If you're older, oftentimes classes early in the day will have older people in it or more moms in it, for instance, versus the after work crowd, which might have more younger people in it. And so finding those pockets of the day where you can work out with people that you feel more comfortable with, for instance. Some people feel more comfortable working out in small groups. So they have all these kind of like fitness boutique kind of places now, Or it's almost like small group personal training, where it might be something like a CrossFit box or F45 or burn boot camp or some of those types of things, or even through a personal trainer that has small group sessions, that's not in a gym setting, but where you're just working out with four or five other people, where again, you feel a lot more comfortable without having that huge crowd. So you're able to seek out where you are at in your own fitness journey and feel comfortable working out. And the thing about it is these days, there's a solution literally for everybody. There's so many options out there that to think that the only way that you can work out and get in shape is going to a gym, that's just not true. So the other thing was price. So some of these options can get really expensive. And so as high as like, you know, five $600 a month, like I paid at one point for a personal trainer, So obviously you want to spend money within your means. And if you're like me, I've spent thousands of dollars over the years on workouts and shakes and books and supplements and whatever, trying to lose weight. And so the last thing you want to do is waste money. In fact, gyms really thrive for people that don't go. If everybody that had a gym membership went to the gym, they would be in trouble because they wouldn't have enough machines. And if only the people who actually went to the gym paid, they wouldn't have enough money to stay in business. So they definitely make money on people that don't go. So there's quite a range between a $10 membership at Planet Fitness to, you know, $100 plus that you can pay going to places like CrossFit and what have you, to, you know, having a personal trainer, which can be very expensive. So you definitely have to look and see what you can afford, but know that a $10 membership somewhere can provide you just as much benefit as paying hundreds of dollars for something. Or again, working out at home, walking, you just need a good pair of shoes, no equipment. If you want to buy a piece of equipment where you have a one-time fee, like a treadmill or these fancy bikes and stuff like that that they have now, where you can make a one-time investment, but you don't have to continue to pay for it. There's tons of options. So don't feel like money is a hindrance in you being able to work out. So for instance, with the Beach Body On Demand membership that I bought, I paid $59 for a six-month membership. It's literally $10 a month, which is very inexpensive. And these days, there's been quite a bit of workouts available for free that, so there's, always that on YouTube and what have you, just to sort of get you into some kind of a rhythm, right? There's all kind of apps and, and things like that. So you don't have to invest a lot of money. You just need the time and the commitment to be able to do it. So don't let money be a hindrance for you. Because again, not everybody has to go to the gym. And again, a lot of gyms have very, very inexpensive memberships. Like for instance, uh, the parks and rec facilities are often very inexpensive. YMCAs usually have a sliding scale with what they do. Then again, you've got those options like Planet Fitness out there that are very inexpensive as well too. I guess Groupon is still a thing. So that may be an option for you if you're like a coupon person to sort of try some things out and see. A lot of times people don't have a problem spending the money if they know that they'll use it, but it's the worry that they're going to waste their money that keeps them from spending the money for something. So you can always take advantage of things like 30-day trials, free workouts that are offered at different places and see if it's something that you actually like and that you feel like that you can commit to. And the last thing that we wanted to address is you don't know what to do. And I can say that over the years, I have seen people go to the gym and do the same thing all the time. They get on the same machines. They do the exact same time, the exact same rhythm. And on one hand, yes, you want to have some progressions. You want to have some variance, but obviously at the end of the day, doing the same thing is better than doing nothing at all. But if you don't know what to do, Then some of these places, like I mentioned before, like CrossFit, F45, Burn Boot Camps, those can be really helpful because they change everything up already. You don't have to think about it. You just go in, they tell you what to do, and it's different every day. When you go to the gym, there's only so many machines you can use. There's elliptical, there's a treadmill, maybe there's a rowing machine. There's only so many things that you can do there. If you go to classes, then you can vary get out of that box and you can go to a cardio class, you can go to a total body class, a boot camp class, and there's a lot more variety that you can add once you go to classes, for instance. And again, that kind of takes the guesswork out of what you do. And then again, if you do some home programs on via DVD or again, a streaming platform, they'll tell you this is what you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or day one, two, three, what have you. And again, it takes the guesswork out. If you want to know how many calories that you're burning and if you're working, you can always get a a fitness monitor, heart rate monitor, Fitbit, those types of things. And when you go out walking, it will tell you exactly what your heart rate got up to, how many calories you burn, let you know. Maybe I need to walk a little faster. Maybe I need to walk a little farther. And so that can all be very helpful information to sort of get you to the next level when you don't, not really sure if you're doing the right thing. So I hope I addressed some of those pitfalls and some of those things that may be holding you back from having an exercise program or just exercising more consistently. I know it's been difficult the last several weeks with COVID and with this unprecedented social distancing and and staying at home orders that we've all been having to deal with. But now as the world is starting to sort of open back up, now's a great time to sort of reevaluate what we're doing and, and start off fresh and start... Kind of like June is the new January this year. So <laughs> we're starting out with those uh, relution, resolutions and goals now that uh, we didn't have a chance to to work on the last few months. So thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with a yoga podcast. And until then, stay well, friends.